Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio. I am Turok! Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm Levins, and today we're talking about the hit of the summer, Renal Summer, and oh, no yeah. other game. No, wait, you guys have games too. <laughs> so, last week... We retweeted from the Thumb Cramps Twitter account uh, a tweet by you, Andrew Levins, about mm-hmm. a game where you play as a dog's kidney. That resulted yeah. mm-hmm. in our listener, Ray, getting in touch with us, emailing us saying, Hello, boys. After your tweet, I started playing the game where you're a dog's kidney. Is it a game? I'm not sure, but the health bar for the dog is getting smaller. What I was wondering was, just what is a kidney? I thought it fixes <laughs> blood, but maybe it fixes piss. Joel has one. I thought, I'm sure he knows. Why is my dog's one kidney full of orange and pink? Thanks, Ray. Great question. And we, here today at Thumb Cramps, have brought in Andrew Levins, uh, dog kidney expert, Mm -hmm. and me, Joel Dusha, having one human kidney expert. We've both played Renal Summer, and we are here to explore this game. Levins, you've finished Renal Summer. I mean, have I? Can one ever (laughs) truly finish Renal Summer? Whoa. Uh, do we want to like? Do we need a history of this game? If you've got a history of, yeah, the if game. you've got, if you got, if you got it locked and loaded, why not, dude? Pull I the have a history of me, me and this game. <laughs> there was a uh, a showcase um, called the. Uh, it was a Japanese indie game showcase called the Asobu Indie Showcase uh, that came out on the twenty first of September, and in it were like almost a hundred. Uh, very, very good looking, um, and or at the very least, intriguing looking yes. uh, indie games that were produced in in Japan and elsewhere around the world, coming out in Japan in the upcoming months. And uh, within this showcase, there were new Switch games, new PlayStation games, new VR games, new PC games, and there were a few phone games, which are games that you don't normally see in showcase videos. Um, yeah, all the phone games usually, were available. Oh, I was just going to say games I usually don't respect. But- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. They're your little brother's games. Yeah. Uh, or your grandma's games. Or yeah. your elderly dog's kidneys games. Uh, because yes. one of the games in this in this lineup was... I just want to sum it up. Like the, I screenshot it. Just the, I think the most perfect screenshot you could ever hope for from a video game showcase. <laughs> and it was the narrator, the, um, the developer of this game, Renal Summer. His name is... Uh, 
uh, Toko Ronyori. And um, in this game, you play as an elderly dog's failing kidney. And you have the screen divided into two sides. At the, at the top, you have um, a quite beautiful pixelated art of a old man with a dog. And the mm-hmm. dog looks, you know, pixelated, but you can tell he's frail. Like, the, old, the man yep. is old, the dog is frail. Um, you look on the bottom half of the screen and it looks like a puzzle game. You've got, like, uh, what are the tetrominoes, like the Tetris pieces. Uh, oh, you have, yeah. like, various squares, rectangles, and L shapes. Um, and in the video, it looks like someone was tapping away at the, at the shapes and that was making, like, different colours happen on the screen. And I was intrigued immediately. Um, I, I remembered an old, old DS game called Henry Hatworth, which oh, was yeah. <laughs> a platformer up top. And then down the, and then so you, you were like you had you were like, there was old, again it's an old man you're an old man with a hat and a cane <laughs> and you're beating up enemies on the top screen and then they get sent down to the bottom screen where they are falling down a la Tetris blocks and so oh. every few minutes you have to switch from the top screen to the bottom screen and clear a bunch of the enemies. Um, Kill him in twice. the Tetris. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, th- I was thinking. Do you think that Rain or Summer was originally intended to be a DS game when it was first envisioned? Were they like, this is the <laughs> perfect game for the Nintendo DS? So there's got both difficulty screens? in hearing I mean, that question. Yeah, the, the DS mm. part, I can, I can definitely like. Yeah, this could definitely be on the DS. It's the game part of that question. Do you think this ever was intended <laughs> to be a game that I have that I have trouble with because? Mm. <laughs> I downloaded this game immediately. I didn't even wait for the showcase to finish. Um, and uh, straight away... That's powerful. Straight away, I was, uh, y- you get the, me- the message that says, you are the dog's kidney. And yes, you, you're, you're, you, the dog you are playing as is failing at life. He's not good at living. He's yep. shit at it. Um, yeah, and yep. so you have to help him by clearing like all the muck that is in this dying dog's kidney. And you do that yep. by... Tapping at these little blocks, um, the, the smaller the block is, the, the more taps it takes to get rid of it. So if you, but if since there's like you maybe like five colors all up that a block can be, if you clear, yep. like say you cleared like the oranges and the yellows and the greens, then you leave all the reds on the screen. They touch and then bulge up, become bigger shapes. Then it only takes one tap to clear up a big okay. shape. Okay, so, so you're doing this, right. and that's mm. slowly like. Uh, I guess he has like a, a health bar that is depleting, and this is played in real time. So you don't, you can just open it and not play it. You can just watch this old man interacting with his old dog. I was going to um, say you can not play. These... You can just open it up and watch this dog die. If you well, just want to, every now and then, definitely could. have a peek. Be like, he's going. <laughs> his time has come. I didn't realize it was in real time, so I opened it. I played it for a bit. Um, you know, I, I cleared some shapes. Every now and then a green shape appears, like a bright green little square, and you touch it, and then it says, if you watch an ad, um, the dog's blood pressure will be faster. And I was like, okay, let's let's do that, obviously. And so I watched an yeah. ad, and I, in the two weeks since this game was downloaded to my phone, I have watched over 200 of the worst <laughs> mobile phone ads like mobile game ads, the the that world rules. has that 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 in itself. I screenshot most of them. That that could be another yeah. whole other episode of me just going yeah, through well, sure. the most heinous mobile game <laughs> that you can possibly advertise. Uh, we, but that's um, for another episode. 
Yeah, we'll get for that future episode that we're now teasing, I guess, that we had no plans to do until that sentence. We're also getting Cass, who loves yeah. to play phone games Absolutely. and is a sucker for phone game advertisements. And has de- devised her own ranking system to figure out which phone games are good and which ones are worth her time. Mm, that's she's, excellent. She's a sort of scholar of phone she's games, the case. I guess you could say. Yeah, she is on the case. Um, uh, what, so, what I love about the mobile game ads that were on this game is that and i feel like a lot of like a lot of facebook ads will do this too they'll advertise a game that isn't actually the game that you mm, download yeah. if you push the ad and my favorite one the most egregious example of this is uh it was a game where two very hot ladies uh answer Al- yeah. al- algebra questions Ooh, yeah. and if they get a question wrong then they lose items of clothing and strip um, algebra that's it, yeah, it, was a, I get it strip dude. algebra game and i was like this is like sound this looks too good to be true i've been <laughs> waiting for a game like this all my life i love algebra i love strippers yeah. let's go <laughs> um and so i downloaded it after the 10th time i was served that ad and uh that's that's how effective these ads are uh, you only yeah, have to watch them 10 it. times for them to work um <laughs> i i i got the game and it's not actually strip algebra it's a gambling campus game. It's like about a bunch of teenagers <laughs> on campus gambling. No stripping, wow. and worst of all, no algebra. Oh, what? Oh, what even? De- what? Why is algebra pro- part of the advertisement then? You'd think that would turn people off. That's so funny. So, and they were like yeah. complicated sums too. It wasn't like yeah, they were know, like, like it's four stri- plus eight or whatever. Like yeah, was- surely, surely if it was just like it's hey, strip gambling, that would be more appealing. But they're like, <laughs> we got to appeal to the demographics that love babes and nerds. Try to get both hunks and nerds in the one go. That was the attempt there. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, um, that is. So Levens, I got to about the same point that you are at with your story. Of oh, in the summer. strip algebra game, yes, of course. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, I um, I never clicked on the green box because I decided I didn't want to watch any ads. Uh, <laughs> so I never got served any strip algebra ads, which now in That's, hindsight seems yeah. like a real shame. Absolutely. But one thing that I didn't expect going into this game is that tapping the blocks and whatever, there's no punishment or reward for grouping them together except the amount of taps they take. There's no score. Uh, you can there's no like limited amount of taps. You just like clear the blocks, more up here. You can do it again. Mm-hmm. And at that point I was like, I uh, so there don't is know actually if this is a game. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a currency within the game that when you clear the blockages, you get like it's like by the something grams or whatever. Like it's like a at one point it yeah. becomes like multiple millions G. And then you have to spend that amount to um, basically, like, make your dog stronger. Um, because, like, over time, <laughs> the first time I, I, I played it for a bit and I was like, okay, this is a, a thing. And then I didn't, I didn't, I just ignored it. And then, like, yeah. a few hours later, I got a message saying your dog is weak. And I was like, oh, well. And then I kept about my day and I was at work and um, I got a message saying your dog is dying. And I was like, oh, wow, that happened fast. <laughs> and then I was like, I better oh, open no. that up in, in about an hour when I have a moment. And then before that even happened, it just said your dog is dead. <laughs> so <laughs> that was uh, that was within the, within the first day of playing. I played it for an hour and then I ignored it for 12 hours and the dog died. Um, yeah, rolls. So... 
I tweeted about that, and my tweets they got a little bit of heat. There was, you know, for for an extremely niche uh, subject, there was interest, and so I thought <laughs> for my audience, I need to try and keep this dog alive. I need to try and play this game properly. So I reopened the game uh, the day after I killed the dog, and what was once a uh, top screen displaying a, a an old man playing with his dog, and a um, a bottom screen displaying a colourful kidney. Um, it, yep. The bottom screen was now all the all the, the the stones had turned black, and up on the top screen was a gravestone, <laughs> um, and the old man was like putting a candle, like lighting a candle over oh, the gravestone of his dog. That's awesome! Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so then a message comes up on the screen, and it says the dog died, so the clock has been turned back two days, and. This miracle of time, I'm not sure if it was like a, um, you know, Infinity War um, yeah, kind sure. of thing where like they, they <laughs> discovered the existence of a microverse that they were able to travel into yeah, and, uh, you know, course. reach different points in time. Uh, the old man didn't really go into it, but he's old, you know, he's, he's seen some shit in his life. Yeah, Who knows what he has access to? Two days is nothing. It could potentially be Captain America, but the old man version. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's right. Um, this and could so, be Captain America, and he's turned a dog into Iron uh, Iron Man into a dog. Sorry, <laughs> this could be officially Marvel licensed Iron Man, uh, Captain America, and Iron Man the dog. I think that's possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the top of the screen are seven dots. Each dot represents a day. And so yep. after the second dot lit up on the second day, I realized, oh, the aim of the game is to keep the dog alive by, like, every time he loses health. Like, basically, like, the, he's, he has, like, a life bar, and it's going to get pretty damn low over the week. Like, this dog, it's his destiny to die, and you have yeah. to just prolong it for as long as possible. Um, yeah. So, it is oh, it is yeah. getting lower and lower and lower, but every time I log back in and I tap away a few things, I watch a few ads, I, up, um, I get the, the blood pressure up. Once you've watched an ad, the blood pressure goes up. You don't need to tap anymore. You just rub, and those, mag- those blocks just magically oh. rub away. Oh. Um, and so that is is how, a very very effective way of bringing your dog back to life. So I, I kept at this for for many many days, um, yep. a week, and um, mm-hmm. then on the seventh day, the seventh um, shape was lit, and uh, I was like, okay, what's what's going to happen now? And nothing happened. Um, okay. <laughs> by the, by this point, the dog's health bar was below halfway. And yep. so I would stop playing for I would I would like clear a bunch of blocks, then I would put my phone down, and then a minute later I would get a notification saying your dog is weak. So I really oh. felt the pressure of this dog. <laughs> yep. He was about to die if I didn't if I was going to ignore my phone. Like I was I didn't sleep much on that final final day because <laughs> one because it kept getting me notifications that my dog was weak and dying, and also like I'd made it this far. I didn't want all my hard work. Like, how shit would it be if the old man was like, your dog died, we have to go back seven days now. We've got to oh, re-enter yeah, the yeah. microverse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, um, on the seventh day, I, I, on the, sorry, on the eighth day, I logged yep. back in going like, is, like you know, I, didn't, I wasn't really sure. Because yep. every time I logged back in, it would just like the, the seven lights were lit up and I was still doing the same thing. His kidneys, yep. the, the shapes that get murkier and murkier as the week continues as well. And so it takes mm. way more effort to tap them because they have like crud all over them that you have to clear before they yeah. become a regular shape. Then you have to tap the regular shape. It was a lot of tapping going on. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was exhausting. Uh, every now and then, 
Like it's mostly just like ambient noise, like the sound of like an old man in a rocking chair or like like throughout the day he'll do work. He'll like tend to his cows or do some gardening. And then sometimes sometimes it will just like cut to a drone, like slowly making its way to the old man's house. And then it will deliver a package <laughs> to the old man's house and and then he'll unpack it. And so I didn't even notice, but he, he kept unpacking like bits of random machinery. I thought he was just like receiving new toasters every day. But yeah. he was building something. And on the eighth day, when I reopened it to kind of see if this game was still happening, um, yep. uh, the old man was like, he was he he had the dog. The dog was kind of like sleeping. He was kind of like patting the dog. And then he lifted yeah. the dog up. He gave it a hug. And then he put it in a big machine. Uh-huh. He turned the machine on and he was kneeling by the machine. The machine had like blinking lights and then what should come up on the, on the screen but the words, renal summer. And so now <laughs> the dog is in a machine. And um, okay. the, from the lore um, that, I've, that I've received from the game uh, via the, um, the in, in-house uh, newspaper, the local newspaper of renal summer, which is called the Dog Times, yep. Great. I, I know that that is the dog hibernation machine. Ah. Uh, so it's the dog hibernation machine. It go, it's gone on sale. Okay. Um, he's been getting deliveries of renal support food. These are all headlines from the Dog Times, and he's been getting massa- giving his uh, his dog kidney massages. Anyway, the dog is now in a dog hibernation uh-huh. machine. Um, I, I can, I'm going to check in on it yeah, right let's now. Let's find out. Um, just so we can get a, a by the by the minute. Well, this is exciting. How good when, when I swipe down on my phone to. I, I, to uh, open my like you know most used apps, renal summer is number one. <laughs> um, yep. So there's the dog. Oh yeah, oh, in God. his machine. Yeah, great. It's just a machine yeah, blinking. And and if you push any of the, you still have like the, the kidneys, but you'll notice that the kidneys, it's just a bunch of like green or yeah. blue or yellow colored squares yeah. as opposed to like the red kidney shapes. Anyway, if you wait for a while, you then get the dog's memories. So he's in the hibernation machine. And he's remembering his entire life. So now, whenever I like, I can open up this app to see 30 seconds of a dog in a machine. And then that dog remembering every single moment that every ha- ever happened to him in real time. <laughs> Renal summer, ladies and gentlemen. The game of the year. I mean, does, so I, I haven't seen the old man in a while except via flashback. Uh, yeah, and like you'll see, like my my you can you can see my my dog's health. It's very very low, but he's in the hibernation machine, so that doesn't now it doesn't matter. And whenever I push a shape, it doesn't yeah, bring up an yeah. ad anymore. It shows me a front page of this non-existent newspaper called the Dog Times. This one says dialysis yeah, yeah. nano machines to be put to practical use in 2030. I think this game is set in 2030. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I, I guess. I just wait to see if however many weeks from now or whatever, maybe the dog will come back to life. But until then, I can always open it up and, and, and see his puppy days, his his middle-aged years That's of, of, so of having lovely. a good time, copying some pats <laughs> from his owner. Yeah. Heck yes. It, do you think that by dialysis machine to be put into practical use in the year 2031 or whatever, that that means that you're going to have to wait and keep the dog alive till 2031 to, to no. bring it back. So he's already got the machine. So I think. That oh, I guess. Okay. Seven, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I thought because it was said nano machines, they were referring to something else. Because a nano machine no, I is think a Jackson, tiny machine. Yeah. You're onto something because in the top left hand screen, it does have obviously this game is in real time. It has the current yeah. date in the top left hand screen. So I oh. think this game is set in 2020. Yeah. So I guess I have to wait 10 years <laughs> That's for, this, that- for this. Like one for for the owner to still be alive, yeah, and two for him to remember to get his dog out of his machine. <laughs> like, what if what if, if this, over time, Renal Summer just becomes a game in which a, an old man gets a new dog, and then like ten years from now, he's faced with this like dilemma: like, do I wake up my old friend? So yeah, that that's Renal Summer game of the year. That I, means uh, I got to play. I, if this I, is your I, game of the year, I got to play it. That's what that means. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not my game of the oh, year. Oh, it is the, the game, game of, of the year. year. Okay. Everyone has to play it. That's what that means. <laughs> Yeah. That would be, you know, how like people do like a technolo- technology free like yoga camp or whatever, where yeah. they go away and they, you know, have to leave their phone at home, and it's a really, really like difficult. I think the equivalent of, I mean, for one, that would probably be impossible for you anyway, Jackson. Yeah. But also, I think um, you playing this game and keeping the dog alive for seven days, I think that would be as difficult. I don't think you. that's going to happen. I think I'm going to find it too funny for my phone to give me a notification saying the dog is dead <laughs> that I'll, keep, I'll just keep on failing at keeping him alive it'll be well, like the dog is weak and i'll be like i know that means i should get into the app but it also means in about three hours i'm gonna get a notification that says the dog is dead and that's funny and then i'll put my phone back mm. in my pocket it doesn't say the it says your <laughs> well either way it's you know. funnier i feel <laughs> Your dog, Your dog is, is dead. Is dead. <laughs> oh yeah, and then I just swipe away from, swipe it away because I don't even care. Whatever, good. I, love- I love, like the idea of like yeah. my kids get, grabbing my phone and and seeing the notification. Your dog is dead. <laughs> and learning one, I have a dog, and two, it's dead. <laughs> I don't think quick one two punch. Absolutely. Oh my god. So how many thumbs, Levens? Um, I'll let you know in 2030. Yeah. It's, the jury's out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have to great. put this one on ice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, at the mo- at the moment, two paws. Yeah. Um, yeah. In in a in a machine. Yeah. <laughs> and do you think that through this game you learnt? Yeah. What is a kidney? <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is the the question, isn't it? Yeah. I know humans have, and I assume dogs have two kidneys. Yeah. Do you have only have one, Joel? Is that what, what, what was yeah, hinted at yeah. earlier? Yeah, so I only have one kidney. There's no particularly interesting story. I wish I was like, yeah, like someone I know was dying and I donated one. But really it was, I was born wrong. Doctors <laughs> were like, he's got one kidney rather than two. He's fine though. And my parents are like, ah, oh, okay, cool. Oh, sick, dude. <laughs> he's got three kidneys. Let's take two of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do, do you know how hard baby kidneys are to find? He's got three. He doesn't need that. Look at him. How good is this? I, yeah. I just Googled what does a kidney do? And as I, was, as I wrote what does, yeah. the first thing to come up, like this is what the most people in the world right now are searching <laughs> when they say, ask what does. Yeah. What does simp mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that rolls. I wish that's the email we'd got. Hi, Thumbprints. What does simp mean? (laughs) Um, So, kidneys are responsible for cleaning your blood. They process your blood to sort out excess fluids, unwanted chemicals and waste, and then they turn it into pee. Oh, hell Hell yeah. yeah. 
That's great. So to answer your question, Ray, we've done the investigations, mm-hmm. and we know that you're actually on to the right thing. You just need to combine them together. Yeah, it turns blood into piss. Yeah. <laughs> there are two jelly beans that turn blood into piss. There you yeah. go. Or in my case, one jelly bean that works extra hard because <laughs> I drink. How much... Like, have you guys have you ever compared how much piss you make compared to your f- best friends? That's a great no. question. Um, although when I was like younger, um, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, the I... pause there. When I was younger, <laughs> I was trying to think of an age. Would have been like I guess like early primary school. It used to be like doctors were just like, yeah, if he needs to piss, let him piss. Like, don't be like, yeah, wait ten minutes. That rolls. Um, yeah, like I oh, used to yeah, just right. be able to just like when I needed to piss, I needed to piss. But now, not so much. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Next time really we need to piss sense. at the same time, let's try and do it mathematically and find out if you've got more or less. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, Mario 35 actually uh, relates to how many liters of piss Mario <laughs> does each day. 35. That's Whoa, Mario's in trouble. Damn. Glad you brought up Mario 35 and his 35 liters of piss, Levens, because that is the game that I am reviewing this week. Mm -hmm. Super Mario 35, uh, which is a, I guess, a battle royale that was uh, released to celebrate Mario's 35th birthday. As we famously declared, Mm -hmm. Italy is 35 years old this year. Congratulations, Italy. Mario (laughs) alongside it. You finally did it. Yeah, Yeah. double digits. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Uh, Wait, hold on. So (laughs) in your your world, Jackson, you're in single digits Mm -hmm. all the way through. Single digits. Tingle digits. It's a video game podcast. Um, Until um, all the way through to 34 Mm -hmm. and then 35 is when you go. Absolutely. Uh The the big three five. The big three five. Damn. Grown up. That's exciting. (laughs) Now you have to get a job. Previous so I'm, to that. I'm officially double digits. Yeah, du- I'm the same age as Mario. Double digits. Whoa, congrats. Me and Dush were so still much. children, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Single digit. Yeah, that's... Well, it means that... You Minus. Being the same <laughs> <Yeah>. age. <laughs> Minus, it's true. <laughs> you being the same age as both Mario and Italy means you probably don't remember that. So. Yeah, I mean, neither true. do we, because we were born after that. But, I was um, born after yeah. Italy, yeah. Yeah, we were born <laughs> in a post-Italy world. I don't remember a world before Italy. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. That's what Magnum PI stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Magnum pre Italy. <laughs> so he says Mamma Mia, everyone's like, what? Why, what are what, you referring what, what's to? What's Mamma Mia? What? We don't understand. <laughs> but pre Italy aside, mm. post Italy aside, the Italian world, <laughs> yeah. uh, I've dipped my toe in again. Uh, because as part of Mario's 35th year celebrations, we got Super Mario 3D All-Stars, a game, Jackson, that me and you loved, that Zamet gets furious about, blacks out every time he thinks yeah. about. I like, I, like I, 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 I wish I listened to that inside yeah. so I could punch holes in my drywall <laughs> while listening to his review. My favorite- I was, uh, I was running <laughs> listening to it, and I had to stop running. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I was just, if anything, it should have inspired me to just like, you know, run yeah. faster than I've ever run before. But that <laughs> was the most infuriating listen. Suddenly in, I ran, run to Melbourne. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. So 
he was obviously bothered by the fact that Mario turned 35 and celebrated by releasing three games in one cartridge that he only played one of and then got angry at the price. Yeah. Uh, so, but as part of that 35th year anniversary, there was a, a plethora of things released, including mm-hmm. uh, Battle Royale, which uh, you versus 34 other players, all playing as Mario. Uh, so there's 35 yeah, the, the sequel to Tetris 99. Mm. Yes. Uh, much like how the Avengers movie is a sequel to both Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a sequel to both Super Mario Brothers and Tetris 99, uh, where you compete against 34 other Marios to live the longest. I've been referring to this one as Tetris 134. <laughs> yeah, clever. Wise. Um, so the, the strip the strip algebra game. <laughs> <laughs> Can you survive until you're the only Mario and then take off your overalls or something? Oh, man. Imagine strip Mario strip algebra. Oh, no. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the layout of the game is pretty similar to Tetris 99, where you've got the screens of the people you're competing against on the sides of your screen. Then in the middle is the game you're playing. And the way that it works is much like in the Tetris game, how when you clear lines, you send blocks and junk to other players. So as mm. an attack, every time you kill an enemy in this, whether it be a Goomba or a Koopa Troopa, even Bowser, yeah. you send that to whoever you're targeting and they appear on their screen. So as the game goes further and further on, you're playing easy levels because the game yeah. starts at 1-1 most of the time. Uh, but all of a sudden there's just like, oh, sweet, uh, there's... 35 Goombas now. That's nuts. Bowser is standing in the middle of World 1-1. <laughs> um, yeah, or there's like bloopers like flying through the air at yeah. you. It's, in, it's crazy. Oh my God. Um, so I am pretty good at the first Mario, but I always get sucked into rushing too much. Oh, yeah. So this one actually uh, played to my strengths because it made me slow down. So then I wasn't making stupid mistakes that I usually do when I'm playing Mario <laughs> by myself. And, um, yeah, it's it's so much fun because it changes the way that a game that we've all been playing for the last 35 years. Yeah. Uh, it just changes the entire way you play it because rather than running the whole time, you're like, all right, I need to tactically kill enemies. <laughs> uh, collect as many coins and kill as many enemies as possible because uh, coins can be used in-game to buy power-ups on the fly. Oh, okay. Uh, so for 20 coins, there's like a random item button. So whether that be like a fire flower or a mushroom, a power block. Yeah. Um, so that's handy. But then obviously killing enemies so that you're slowly taking out the people that you're versing. Uh, the game adds even more stress to it because rather than starting with the 300 seconds you usually get in Super Mario Brothers, yeah. uh, this one starts with 30. Oh my uh, God. You get, <laughs> you get extra time by killing an enemy. Uh, more time depending on the difficulty of the enemy and how you kill it. So, for instance, a Goomba's worth one if you hit it with a Fire Flower Fireball, but two if you stomp on it. Um, And, yeah, so that adds to your time, sends the enemies to your enemies. And, uh, yeah, clearing the level gives you some time. Um, But the levels are also randomized. So sometimes you finish, say, I don't know, World 1-1, and yeah. then all of a sudden the next level is like you're underwater and you're like, this is not <laughs> what I was expecting. It has the warp pipes as well. So you, you can get to the end of the second level and where the warp pipes would normally be, except instead of sending you, except instead of sending, instead of sending you like to four, one, mm. five, one and eight, one or whatever it is. Yeah. 
they they send you just to, it's like the, on the on the pipes at just completely random levels. You can even yeah. just go back to one one. <laughs> yeah, that's um, cool. Which actually is a good tactic if you want to like stay alive longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Less holes yeah. to fall in. Yeah, uh, exactly. The biggest enemy in this game, as you get further and further in, is not the enemies that people are crowding your screen with, but holes. Mm-hmm. Holes are the enemy of Italy. Holes, because- <laughs> <laughs> <For sure>. absolutely. <laughs> um. I, I don't know what a hole did to Italy uh, mm-hmm. to cause Mario to hate them so much, but yeah, they're the only thing in this that are like the biggest threat. And as the game goes, for, like as you're surviving longer and longer, uh, the levels that you play go a little bit further into the game, obviously. So at one point I was like, oh, okay, I'm in the top five. This is chill. I'm just going to try and stick to the earlier levels as much as possible. And then I yeah. finished a level that took me to 4-2, which is yeah. the one that has... It's the underground level. It's like the one where you've got like the the running jump where you've got to land on one platform. And I was oh, like, oh my no. God, this is worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Italy's hatred of holes uh, goes all the way back to, uh, I believe, the 1700s yeah. when um, the Dutch stole mm. the uh, the donut. Yeah. From, from oh, the that makes sense. Mario <laughs> that was falling out. into a donut as a memory yeah. of that time that <laughs> the Dutch robbed Italy uh, in in Italy's first year. You know yeah. how it. Wow, seventeen hundreds. They started for one year, then yeah. they went into hibernation for thirty. Uh, <laughs> the the dog hibernating. Yeah, they went into the dog hibernation machine. <laughs> they had a renal <laughs> renal failure. <laughs> renal Italy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this game is free. Uh, it's really addictive. I got sucked into Tetris 99 really bad. Like, yeah, I think I remember that, that Tetris 99 is like in my top five or six games on the Switch. Like, I've put like 20 or 30 hours into it. Where And I never got good. Uh, I finished in like the top 10 mm. a couple of times, I guess. But yeah, uh, Tetris, I'm just not good at. Where Mario... First time I played, finished in the top five, and I was like, oh, we're on here. <laughs> yeah, now I've got as high as second. I haven't nice. won yet. Four. But yeah. Feels hey, like you're close. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, big numbers coming up on my screen being like, congratulations. And I'm like, I did it. This is <laughs> this is satisfying. And they're like, here's a new here's a new icon that you can use. Yeah, you, can, like, you can be a warp pipe now. Oh, like, hell yeah. And my level's going up. I'm like level 20 something. Means That's nothing. Powerful. None of this means anything. <laughs> but I'm like, this is good. This is really good. These games are... A kind of the closest we'll get to Nintendo making a roguelike. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. And but you don't, you don't really get anything that kind of like adds to your next trip no. beyond like yeah, like a you know superficial icon or skin or whatever. But yeah, I, I, they're they're fun. I think Tetris ninety nine is is my favorite of all of the uh, the battle royale games, and and yeah. Mario thirty five is is a great iteration of it. So it's really really it just it, 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 there's a lot of depth to it. Mm. Um, in spite of being a very simple game that anyone could pick up and play and suck at. It's, but yeah. if you do want to get good at it, there's a lot to get good at. It's so impressive yeah. that Nendo- Nintendo has basically managed to remix that first game like countless times, mostly to like good effect. Like, yeah. like Nintendo's just taken that first game they made. They were like, what if you could make your own levels? Mario Maker. What if, you know, it was 3D... Well, here it is. Here's Super Mario 3D Land or whatever. Like, what if it was a yeah. battle royale? Well, now- here it is. It's you know we're we're doing it again and again, and it's never as stale as it should be. It it always yeah. They keep it fresh. 
This month, they re-released the first game for free as as Mario 35. Next month, they're re-releasing it again for $90 on a Game & Watch. Yes! And I pre-ordered it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, don't worry, Levens. You also get Super Mario Bros. 2, or as it was known in the uh, outside of Japan, mm. Super Mario the, the Lost, Lost Levels. Levels. Yeah. And also a clock. Game & Watch clock? has a big <clears throat> clock on it. That's an, an interactive cool. clock. Whoa! Yeah, $90 Game of yep. the year Worth every penny An interactive so clock uh, in, a, in a perfect world I.e. Italy mm-hmm. uh, I would buy Obviously. Mario 1 Every single year twice <laughs> Yeah Yeah but, Yeah um, absolutely It's so weird Because this seems like It should be up Zamatali Like paying a ridiculous amount of money For a Switch port Or a yeah. Uh, like I mean, he paid eighty dollars for Burnout Paradise and never even reviewed it on this show. <laughs> but Mario, for some reason, gave him grief. Just, gave him grief. Just hates it. Yeah, I think Zamet is the eternal um, te- angry teenage gamer who hate- hates Nintendo. Yeah, mm. it's not. It's too. It's for children. He needs well, games for adults. Yeah. My theory, I yeah. feel, is that he wishes Sans Pants had that idea first. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> to, <laughs> to put Mario on a Game & Watch clock with the uh, Sans Pants logo on it. To release an interactive Sans Pants clock for $90. That's the To dream. release the first season of Plumbing the Death Star and Thumb Cramps and Shut Up a As a clock. As a clock <laughs> on a phone, and the phone only plays those seasons, <laughs> and it's... and you can still listen to the episodes for free on your phone, but this phone is cool. Yeah. 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 He's jealous Um, of Nintendo, I think. I think that's the takeaway. Me too. That would be good. Have you pre ordered any of the other 35th birthday Mario stuff? I've Uh, got the. the Mario Kart Live. I bought Mario and Luigi. Oh, that rolls. They're coming next week. I just don't think my house would make a good Mario Kart track. That's why I'm turned off. I'll make, make a sick one, and yeah. I can put my rabbit on it. Oh, well. that is and good. Race. Uh, the only thing I was tempted to pre-order was the Game & Watch one, and I was like, when they announced it, it was like two days from payday for me, so I was like, oh, I'll wait. And then two days rolled around, it was sold out everywhere. I was like, well, serves <laughs> me right. Damn. <laughs> Eat uh, shit, Italy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Eat> nothing. <laughs> So just looked at a map and shook my fist. <laughs> God damn it. So how many thumbs for Mario 35? What are we talking here? Um, well, it's been out for a week and I think I've played it for about 35 thumbs. Hours. Next review. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jackson, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing on and off uh, the game Control, which is the game. It's, it's by Remedy, who made Alan Wake. I think it's set in the same... Well, I know it's set in the same universe as Alan Wake, because it's an Alan Wake DLC. Mm. Um, it's like a basic... They haven't been shy about it. No, they absolutely have not. <laughs> Before the DLC was even announced, there's like a Alan Wake section of the game, basically. So, like, mm. they were not shy about it. And they're so... It's... Uh, uh, I think the DLC is called the AWE DLC. And in the game, it's like a, it's, it's sort of about you exploring a giant facility designed to contain supernatural threats effectively. And they call some of these supernatural threats altered world events. And then they bring out AWE, the DLC, but it stands for Alan Wake expansion. Very clever, Remedy. Very clever. Anyway... Um, so it's, it's a, basically a cover-based shooter or a third-person shooter. It's not really cover-based. A third-person shooter. And the gameplay of this game kind of sucks. It's not fun. Mm. 
Um, it's this could yeah. be. I can tell where this is going already, and this I think is going to be the first ever negative review of Control that I've ever heard. Well, it's no. It's, it's, <laughs> see, here's the problem with Control: is that the concept. It's not Alan Wake, and you wanted to play yeah. Alan Wake. Why aren't I in also... a town with a torch, man? <laughs> You just played Alan Wake. You yeah. wanted more Alan Wake. Absolutely. This is slightly different to Alan Wake. Even though when you were playing Alan Wake, you were making fun of how bad Alan Wake plays. This Absolutely. doesn't play like Alan Wake, so you were like, this is actually a bad game. <laughs> I no. get it. I'm there. Yeah, good, I man. should have put it on a Switch cartridge with Alan Wake 1 and 2, charged $90 for it. You would have been like, anniversary Greatest edition, game ever yeah, made. For- First anniversary of Control. Here we go. <laughs> We've got to look at the Control game and watch. <laughs> yeah. Interactive Alan Wake American Nightmare clock, please. Um, what if Control was inside a dog? That would be great. Would that ma- <laughs> now we're, now yep. we're talking. Uh, no, my problem with it is that it's not even really a problem because I think the game is great because the world is interesting and the lore is super fun and it's one of the first games, you know me, I don't like to stop when I'm playing a game and I don't like to read even less, but in yeah. uh, in, in Control, every single little bit of lore, every single little bit of thing I can pick up if it's like a description of an altered world event if it's supposed to just be correspondence between two people who work in this giant facility I'm, I'm reading it I'm stopping I'm going to my my like collectibles and I'm reading through it even the enemy descriptions which normally I'm like who gives a shit I'm like yeah. ooh, and I'm enjoying reading through them uh but the book of the year yeah <laughs> But, I, my, but you reviewed a book last week, and now yeah. you're reviewing reading a game like a book. You're changed. <laughs> um, so effectively, the plot is that you're a woman who is coming to uh, uh, the oldest house, which is, a again, this mysterious facility designed to contain altered world events and objects of power and enhanced objects, which are all shit like a fridge that you have to look mm. at or it'll go crazy, or yeah. an old TV <laughs> that... Uh, gives you the power to hover and stuff. And so, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to stop you there just Please. before we get too deep into... St- so I own this game. Oh, yeah. I haven't played it yet. So if there is any big story beats... I will not tell you I any... I would appreciate... I, this will be a spoiler-free review. But also, if you want a spoiler, I've owned it since it came out and haven't even installed <laughs> and it on my maybe deserve so to is, have it spoiled. It is absolutely on <laughs> Don't me, spoil so. this game that he'll never play. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I might play it based on this review. Who knows? But so here's the thing, right? Here's the premise. They're like... <laughs> Jackson didn't like it. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but like, here's the premise. They're like, you get to explore this massive facility designed to contain supernatural threats. And every kind of area you explore of the facility is like research and development the prison area the like the basement where all the power for the facility comes from and you're like that's sick as hell but also Mm -hmm. the whole game is set in effectively offices so you're reading all this cool lore about all these cool places and all of these cool objects of power and you're like whoa but then you explore the game and you're like i'm in a, a cafeteria cool Mm. oh where am i gonna go next oh here's some cubicles that's neat it's like got the most boring world to explore set in the most interesting world that i've like experienced in a video game in such a long time and it's so baffling i don't know it's such a weird discordant thing for me to like i'm i'm playing through it i'm enjoying it but that's such a weird feeling uh yeah 
So uh, you're talking a lot of shit about mm-hmm. them not taking two exciting places. So I want your top three places in this game that you ca- don't go but want to go to. Uh, so they keep talking about start look- at number three. I don't want one first. Build me up to it. Okay, I, okay, that's fair. Um, at third place, most exciting place that you haven't been able to see. So uh, this isn't necessarily a place. Number but- three. So this isn't necessarily <laughs> a place, but it's the thing that keeps getting described in the notes I find, which is they talk about all of these objects of power having all of these cool abilities but whenever i find them in the game it'll just be like a a tv and i go up to cleanse the tv of the bad guy and i end up in the same it's called they call it the the like uh, uh i forget what it like the spiritual plane or whatever where they teach me about the new power i've got and then that's it but then in all the descriptions of this they're like we recovered the tv here it does this it does that but it's just a, like a static tv that leads me to a tutorial, and that's it. And I find that very boring. When it could be that's like, a... the TV's flying around. You've got to do something interesting to stop it or whatever. So that's my number so, three. Yeah. Number three is looking at it, fighting a TV. Yeah, I think that would... place you want to go That would to. be cool. If I could fight the TV instead of just do a tutorial when I find the TV, that would be interesting. Um... Number two... So, lo- <clears throat> so I guess lounge room is number three. Yeah, I would call lounge room number three. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Okay, number two. Number two, number two. would be um, uh, okay. So this again, this is not necessarily a place, but it's a thing that kind of gets hinted at, and I feel like not fully realized. So at one point, you go to the dead letter office in the facility, uh-huh. and the dead letter office is where they're like, every time we get somebody talking about something mysterious or supernatural, we get a letter about it, and then we have to, you know, it's like, oh, you know, somebody sent a letter being like, my the alligators are sentient in the swamp near me or oh i think my couch is trying to eat my dog or whatever and then Uh the facility filters through these letters to find out whether or not they're legitimate or not to find out if there's genuinely something supernatural happening or if there isn't and there are about in this whole area there's about like four letters but like that i could have just sat there and read letter after letter after letter of creative possible supernatural things happening and i feel like it's just such a wasted opportunity that it's like oh yeah here's four things to read Move on. There's nothing else in here. Again, it's just cubicles and offices. So that's number uh-huh. two. Yeah, and what comes in at number one? Number one, I would say... And, and look, I haven't finished the game, so maybe we'll go here. Yeah. But they keep talking about the protagonist growing up in a small town where there was a cursed projector, and the projector took you to alternate universes. And I just <laughs> think that sounds like a sick-as-hell game as opposed to this. This... I look. If you wanted to experience that, yeah, you're gonna need to go onto Netflix. Yes, that's you're it. You're gonna need to s- sort by year. Yeah, go to 1993. Uh-huh. You know how Netflix lets you sort by year? <laughs> no, yeah. dude. Yes, I have Netflix. Then you're gonna have to sort by letter, and uh-huh. you're gonna uh, have to go for L, yeah. uh, comma the, yeah, uh, and then you're gonna want to press play on Last Action Hero. Yeah, exactly. But imagine you mm. could play the Last Action Hero as a game. Yeah. That sounds great. Anyway, yeah. you've made me <laughs> list places and talk more shit about this game when I was about to get to the parts I like. <laughs> I feel like this happens in so many games. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to start out negative. And you're like, hey, explain how negative. And I'm like, well, okay. And then you're like, anyway, how many thumbs? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, I guess about four. And you're like, what? Four? You only talked about how negative it was. And I'm like, I didn't get a chance. That is every What the hell, Joel? The last action hero isn't on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Surely. No, you it lied is. lied to me, dude. Let's find out. Last action 
Yeah. I just found out. It's not. <laughs> no, but it's it's definitely. <laughs> <sighs> How humiliated are you right now, Joel Dusha? <laughs> you should be upset. Oh my God, he found it. How humiliated are you right now, Lovins? You should be upset. Um. Oh, cool. There it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It took so, me. Uh... I I typed in last action hero. Mm. And it took me to um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And I was like, yeah, close. <laughs> Nearly. Um, look, I, I think that it's such an interesting world and it's, it promises that it will get more exciting. The people I've spoken to are like, the last level makes the whole, or the last section of the game makes the whole game worthwhile. I don't know if that's much of a recommendation. Uh, it's kind of fun. You get a lot of psychic powers that you can kind of combine when you're fighting the enemies. I, I think it's, it's such a shame that in this very interesting concept for a game, they've decided to make it effectively just like every third-person shooter I've ever played. Uh, mowing down enemies stops being fun really quickly, or at least it did for me, to the point where I'm like, this is clearly like a combat encounter. I'm just going to try and avoid it because I just can't be, can't be asked. Going through yeah. the effort of plugging away at all of these many different enemies. And again, like I've read all the different enemy descriptions, but so many of them are just like, guy with extra health, the guy that dr- flies at you and explodes. And I, I don't know. It's just, that's, it, I feel like this game could have been so much more interesting if they'd gone in a more interesting direction. I think Remedy has this problem as well because even Alan Wake playing it again, I'm like, wow, interesting story, interesting world. Basic gameplay mechanics. Who cares? I think I think it feels a bit dated. So look, uh, I'm probably going to give this three thumbs because I like the world so much, and because I'm dedicated so much time to reading the lore about it. And uh, also, one of the characters is a Finnish mechanic, and he's a delight to listen to. Um, so yeah, he, that's a whole thumb by itself. So I'm going to say three thumbs for Control, but maybe that'll so, change once I've played the last area. Who knows? So two thumbs for the game, one thumb for the guy. Yeah. So it's a two-thumb game. It's a two-thumb game, one-thumb guy. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like well, not yeah, enough thumbs that... to give the guy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's probably a five-thumb guy in a two-thumb, three-thumb game. Hmm. Get mm. back to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to touch back in in 10 years. Yeah. So you need to, in 10 years, you need to have finished Control. Yeah. And we also need to figure out what happened to the dog and renal yeah. uh, these, these, yeah. And I'll, I'll review being 40 and only having one <laughs> kidney and see. Uh, see if it got good. Yeah. Or worse. And if the last action hero isn't on Netflix in 10 years, <laughs> I'll finally have the last laugh. <laughs> All right. Before we get to our emails, let's just hear a quick word from our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. And Levens, uh, this is the first time you've joined us since we decided to add an email segment to the show. I, mm-hmm. I listen. I know. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I, I also, I, I, it's a pretty simple thing to figure out what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dusha, time out. What is this? <laughs> what? What's an email? I didn't sign What's... on for email, so I don't... Well, the good news is there's only two emails this week. So this first email is from Cordy, mm-hmm. who says, Dear Expletative. Rude. Would you rather play the 2D release of Turok for the Game Boy Advance or the unreleased yet playable 3D prototype of said game? Thanks, Cordy. So this is a very specific question, Mm. and I feel that Cordy has taken the wrong message from your Turok 2 Seeds of Evil Game of the Year every year review, Jackson, which is that the concept of Turok, whilst interesting to you, is good. But it's, uh, it's, but it's not what it's makes not, it good. No, 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 no. What makes it good is Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. Absolutely. Package. What makes it that good is game. the same looping piece of music and horse dinosaurs. That's what makes it good. Dunk, 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 dunk. Wow! 
Wow, that's what makes the game good. <laughs> so, Jackson, if you had the choice to play both of these. Uh, I would play the uh, playable yet unreleased one because who knows what secrets might lie in it. Everybody's explored yeah. the 2D version. Who cares? That's charted yeah. territory. I want to branch out. I want to explore the unknown. So I would pick the playable 3D version. But again, yeah. I would probably get bored of that quickly and just play Turok 2 again. Mm. I have a third option. It's an okay. experimentable yet potentially dangerous 4D Turok. <laughs> Strap <laughs> me in, baby. Put me in the put the Turok goggles on me and inject the <laughs> seeds of evil directly into my vein. I'm going to Turok realm. Finally, you can find out what a what a horse dinosaur smells like. <laughs> Watching my vitals on the machine start to just drop. It's my renal summer. <laughs> Levins has to stay by my kidney tapping button so I don't die in Turok realm. And Dusher has to... kidneys fail in Turok realm, they fail in real life. And Dusher has to keep fighting the Turok enemies that come out of the portal like Mario 35. We're combining everything we know to keep me in Turok realm. Yeah. I am renal. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, our next email, and this is actually a good one to have you on for Levens, because this is uh, well and truly in your area of expertise. Uh, this one's from Jack. And, and Turok isn't? Yeah, what? Uh, look, you know what? It is. Uh, you've played it. Um, I've played it. Jack's played it. Turok is more of all of our expertise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've all probably put too much time into that game. Uh, Jackson especially. Mm. Who, again, <laughs> I'm still very upset that even though you found a game-breaking glitch, you didn't go back and start I, it I should, and I and I will. I absolutely will. Maybe, yeah, ma- maybe I'll stream it at some point. Maybe I'll be like, let's finish it together with the good people. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. You can change. I got, I, I got to the end of the first level, and they were like, hey, you didn't actually finish. And I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> and I never <laughs> ended the game again. You have to spend hours scrolling, crawling through the many twisting, similar-looking areas, <laughs> trying to figure out where the hell you haven't been already. Just thank your lucky stars you didn't reach the cave level, which, as much as Turok 2 Seeds of Evil is the perfect game, is the most imperfect part of it. I don't know how I made it to where I made it in that level. I was that lost. It's just, you know, sometimes you're lost in a video game when you like spend an hour confused and then all of a sudden you pop out somewhere new and you're like, I guess I figured it out. That's the whole level. I I guess I'm great at video (laughs) games again. I really, yeah, just went into like pro gamer mode Mm. there, I guess. But then that's the same Uh, level with the game breaking uh, glitch. So, hey. Yeah. Jeez, all those monsters I just sucked down really paid off. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, so this email is from Jack. The subject is your favorite video game scores. Oh. Hello to my boys whose thumbs are cramping. An aspect of video games that I really like and quite regularly obsess over is game soundtracks. You've oh. talked before. Oh, I thought he was going to be like 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 9. my favorite 5? score is probably a four. Four stars? Yeah, <laughs> mine's probably four thumbs because uh, like a five thumb game, like- it, I usually find like games that are a little bit wrong mm. more interesting or like have strange mechanics. Uh, I would much prefer to play something like that than like a, I don't know what's actually, no, that's not true either because like everyone's like last of us is a great game. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's <laughs> one of the best games I've ever played. <laughs> so, you know what? Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Something about a 7.9. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Oof. There you go. 7.9. That's a good score. A score. <laughs> so back to Jack's email. You've talked before about some of your favorite original tracks that have appeared in video games, which is a really interesting conversation to have. But I'm curious about your thoughts on some of your favorite video game scores. Which scores would you rate as five thumbers, even if you wouldn't necessarily rate the game itself that high? 
But look, you could if the whole game was great. Mm. I wouldn't say I was especially passionate about music in general, though I did watch the classic music video by King's Foil, What Your Mother Taught You, 53 times in one sitting, briefly holding the world record, which I'm never going to stop boasting about because I think I've earned it. That is powerful. For some reason, I find game scores really effective and intriguing, probably more than any other medium of music. So I'm interested to see which scores you pick. Thanks, Jack. Uh, Well, what jumps to mind immediately for me would be both Journey and the Uncharted series, I think, have really good game mm-hmm. scores, especially Uncharted 2 and 4, probably. When you die and it just goes, bro! <laughs> 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 Nate! Nate! Yeah, that's what I love. Bro! Nate! Oh, no! Yeah, that's great. That, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't actually want the score. I just want a soundtrack. I can listen to, <laughs> to meditate of the various characters dying. Sully! That's what I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really, really, really like, uh, this is a really obvious choice because this is a game that I love as well, but, uh, Hotline Miami has mm. an incredible score. True. Um, mm. I usually, uh, like when it comes to like, I guess more like classic scores and the kind of scores you're talking about, like the Zelda series has always had music that I really like. Like, um, when I bought Skyward Sword on the Wii, I got like a soundtrack with it as well. And for ages, I actually like actively listened to mm. that. Um, I also am a really big fan of the Katamari Damacy soundtrack. Oh yeah, or score. Na 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 yeah. Especially um, we I we love Katamari, the second Katamari game. That has my favorite score. Mm. Hell yeah! But those are songs. Is that really a score? Yeah, those that's what I'm trying to yeah. music. Oh, yeah. I, I really like the overworld music for Zelda Spirit Tracks. The train Zelda game. <laughs> oh man, so it's good. amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's the that, pan that flute. Damn. That game sucks. But that that rendition of the of the mm. overall theme is like do 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 like I just like I yeah that game is atrocious. It's not good or fun. It doesn't fit Zelda. You don't have the master sword. You have a train sword. But driving your train around Hyrule to that music and then like tooting the horn, bliss. That's my happy place. So I think the big three Nintendo franchises, Mario, Zelda, and Metroid, all have like for the most part, besides some of like the new Super Mario Bros. I hate that. Ha ha. Mm, Those yeah. scores suck. But like playing Mario Galaxy again, I think that is oh, one yeah. of the best scores I've ever encountered in a video game. There are just like moments of like quiet piano as you're like diving through this through space and shit. Yeah. And then there's also like that the, the honeybee galaxy oh, yeah. is like this like like jazzy little number that I love. <laughs> um Super Super Metroid, I think, is like one of the best atmospheric scores ever ever done. Um I I love the opening theme. Um, it's almost like prototype techno. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Zelda, I think Wind Waker is my favorite um, Zelda score. Yep. I, I think uh, it's like weirdly like Celtic mm. inspired yep. uh, in parts. It's such a good listen, that one. Um, and then uh, outside of like Nintendo, um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night has uh, one of the most varied and insane uh, soundtracks ever. Yep. It has, like, real crazy, like, metal guitars at one point, and then it will have, like, jazzy bass lines and, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man, it's so good. That's um, such a good soundtrack. Um, and that, that is the worst thing about Nintendo, and, and for a company that do many, many things that are the worst, they don't, let any of, they don't put any of their soundtracks on streaming. Mm, I would yeah. love to just go, oh, like, yeah. hey, Siri, play Mario Galaxy 2 soundtrack. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and... And then that, that just entered my life. Um, but uh, oh, this, this series currently. No, I don't want that, Siri. Okay. All right, now it's playing 
Someone called Boogie Heights' rendition <laughs> of Super Mario Well done, Boogie Heights. <laughs> um, on the uh, 8-bit side of things, mm. I would say Mega Man 2. I love the Mega Man soundtracks so much. Yeah. It's excellent. And um, Shovel Knight. The Shovel Knight score is miraculously good. Mm. Yep. Also, Celeste. Yeah. Celeste has an incredible soundtrack too. Oh, God, yeah. I, lo- I put that on all the time. Mm. I love the Celeste. Yeah. There's so many good ones. I've got, uh, this is part of the score. It's a main theme of a game, but this is like so out of the box, but it's something that I love so much to the point where if I was putting together like a DJ set, I would probably mix this in, Mm. Uh, which is on the original Game Boy, uh, the Robocop game's main theme is so, (laughs) so good. Hell yeah. Okay. I'll put that in my to listen to later. Yeah. It's like, um... It's not like, even though I said I would put it in a mix, like, it's not like a dancey song. It's just, like, real weird, and it's, like, doesn't, like, match the tone of Robocop at all. It's just, like, such a strange song, but I love it so much. And uh, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at thumbcrampspod at gmail.com. If you've got any questions, just let us know. And uh, today's episode, I... Zamet wasn't here to keep track of the thumb scores, and I... Can't remember. Minor in hibernation. Yeah. They'll, they'll be revealed mm. to 10 years from now. Obviously. Absolutely. Uh, you gave 35 mm. yeah. and, and Jackson gave three. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 38 thumbs. 38 thumbs. 38 thumbs. There you go. Plus, we got like a, the the video game score email. That's probably a five thumbs. Yeah. Email. That was, it was good well, to remember well, good well scores. Written. Yeah. Yeah. Well written. Made us remember things we like. Cool brag. And yeah. Yeah. Sick. Huge flex mm. and interesting question. Yeah. Had it all. Five thumbs. Other email called us a rude word, uh, was brief and confusing. Yeah. Two thumbs and a knock. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. And I've been Levins. And if you have tolerated me, why not tolerate me some more? <laughs> Every week on Hey Fam and other podcasts on the Sands Pants Network. And also all the small games, a fortnightly uh, video game podcast. It's all about indie video games. We did a massive episode about Hades, which I know Zamet uh, is loving that, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. He, um, it's so good. So actually, an update to last week's episode: Zamet's game uh, ten days of playing and mm. ticked over. So he played uh, thirty or more hours in the first week of release. That's so powerful. Yikes. Damn, he's yeah. involved. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he. I don't know if he has uninstalled it yet, but he wasn't joking when he said, "I need to uninstall yeah. it. It's getting bad for my." Health. He's right. Absolutely. It's like when I recommended him get Slay the Spire yeah. and he yeah. put in like 50 hours in a fortnight. <laughs> it's so intense. Yeah. All right, I think there's an episode where he's like, Levens is addicted too. And then you look at my playtime and it's like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah. All the small games. Hey, fam. And then uh, our comic book podcast is called Serious Issues. They're all at sanspantsradio.com. Check them out. I think you'll tolerate them just fine. <laughs> and if you don't know what all the small games is, you're an idiot because uh, every single episode of Thumb Cramps has an ad for it at the end. Yeah, yeah thanks for that. In. Hey, no worries. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's actually an obligation that you yeah. have to listen to that. Levens goes to the effort of recording all the small games. I recorded that ad once. Yeah. What are you doing uh, if you're yeah. not listening? You make me you sick. I need to record a, a, a response ad. <laughs> we can have a battle rap through <laughs> through like ads for each other's podcasts. That sounds good. All right. Well, uh, yeah. See you next time. Bye. G- game, on, game on, thumbers. Yeah. <laughs> Thumb on, gamers. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. 
Do us a huge favor and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this beautiful podcast on. Also, be sure to check out Sandspence Radio's objectively better gaming podcast, All the Small Games, hosted by Andrew Levins and John Valenzuela, two true professionals.